from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. Dashing through the snow In a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on bobtails ring Making spirits bright What fun it is to laugh and sing it's a week of Friday, November twenty third, two thousand twelve. It's Black Friday. Ooh, I can I can only assume you are camped out in front of a Sears right now, <laughs> eating Twinkies that you bought on eBay for like sixty dollars a box, like I am. <laughs> It's, Question. Yeah. It's a relevant podcast. Oh. I'm your host, Cameron Strang. Right. And here with me in our Orlando studios, the very lovely Maya Strang. I will not be shopping on Black Friday. Ah. Uh, to her left, Calvin Gearley. I'm counting down the He's right last the list. days on Earth. So, hey, how are you? <laughs> uh, over there on the ones and twos is our illustrious producer, Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. And when I do it out of order, just like I did, you know what's coming. On the Audible.com line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. We pressured them into coming back as our sponsor. (laughs) And by pressure, you mean threatened. (laughs) Uh, Audible.com has been our on-again, off-again sponsor of Jesse's line for the last month. They're toying with our emotions, but regardless, it is a great service. Um, Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. And as a special treat for relevant podcast listeners on the weeks that they are the sponsor, Black Friday, you can get a free audiobook and a 30 day trial if you sign up today at audiblepodcast.com slash relevant. So even though it's audible.com, the deal is only available at audiblepodcast.com slash relevant. Tell them relevant sent you. Yeah. <laughs> we have a great podcast for you today. Coming up later, we talk to Dan Hasseltine of Jars of Clay and also the Hawk in Paris and also Bloodwater Mission. And he does a lot of stuff. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We also have a game coming up. If, if today's podcast is a little weird, let me explain to you why, please. I think we start every podcast saying that now. <laughs> the last few weeks have been a little off off kilter for me. The reason is because this is the relevant podcast. Yeah. Okay, so number one, it's a short week. We're recording early. Okay, so we're not we're not in our weekly groove yet. Number one, number two, our our magazine, our January issue goes to print today. And for the last couple issues, you know, we go to print on a Monday. So on Sunday, I come in at three four o'clock in the afternoon and do my final read through. And last issue and this issue, that read-through ended around 9 a.m. as everybody's arriving for work. <laughs> so I've been here straight through the night, and uh, we're recording this very early. And It's really in the afternoon now. Yeah. Uh, very oh, early, early in the in week. Oh, early in the week. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, And, gotcha. and so, so for, for me, either my one, two, three, four, five cups of coffee. <laughs> and, and how many five-hour energies? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Dude. I have one in the car, and I almost went out and got it, but I didn't. I just figured. Not potentially brew. lethal dosage of five-hour energy. Brew another <laughs> cup of coffee. Did you know that they actually make a six-hour energy? No. I was in a gas station yesterday, and it's right next to the five-hour. And it, and the marketing no. is kind of like, get an extra hour. Why would you settle for five? Is it by a different company? <laughs> yeah, and it probably shaves off an additional extra month of life, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But worth it. <laughs> uh, okay, but before all that, up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, November 27th. We've got a few new things available in the Relevant Store at relevantstore.com. Young Oceans uh, is coming out with uh, releasing Young Oceans. And also, we're putting up there Young Oceans album Before the Beginning, which is instrumentals. It's um, like tracks off their worship album, but uh, with no vocals. So it's really good, like contemplative, reflective worship music. Young Oceans. Uh, because of your thing of when you buy stuff for the podcast, it shows up in my iTunes. Mm-hmm. When I was in, coming back from my Israel trip and my just random mix, you know, just had on shuffle, mm. this incredible song came up 
And I was like, what in the... W-? I mean, I went back, got my phone. I went back and looked. It was Young Oceans. Went and downloaded their whole album. It is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's really good. And they're working on a Christmas album called Advent. And I believe we're going to be offering that in the relevant store when it releases in a couple weeks. Man, oh, if awesome. you're looking for great worship that's not the typical thing, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. So good. And it's really good for walking around airports. Oh. <laughs> Just FYI. When I, That's usually the criteria. I'm when I'm about to purchase something. I'm like, ah, I've heard this is pretty good, but I would plan on taking a long airport walk. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Young Oceans available at relevantstore.com on Tuesday, uh, and our pick of the week. There's only one. So only one album coming out. Really? Is that really yeah, for it's real? Really, the only album coming out this week. So Not by kidding. default, it's our pick of the week. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys with "Girl on Fire." Here's what I want you to do: <laughs> is listen to the lyrics of, of oh. "That Girl Is On Fire." It is one of the I'm worst written them. songs in the history of pop music. The hook mm-hmm. is amazing. That girl is on fire. You just heard it. It's, yeah. That's amazing, right? Yeah, it's the guy that, that that is literally the only moment in the song that is not cringe-worthy bad. And I well, like Alicia Keys, but and like that moment is like she wrote that hook for, for commercials that. and stuff, right? And the rest of the song is the horrible. rest of the song is ready. Looks like a girl, but she's a flame. So bright, she can burn your eyes. Better look the other way. You can try, but you'll never forget her name. She's on top of the world. Hottest of the hottest girls say. Oh we, got, oh, we got our feet on the ground, and we're burning it down. Oh, we got our head in the clouds, and we're not coming down. This girl's on fire. It, it's, it's almost like she made it up as they went along. Mm-hmm. And she keeps repeating the same line. Like, you, like the, the hook, the, the girl's on fire. <laughs> there are other words that rhyme with fire. But she keeps just saying the same words all over and over and over again. You know, that girl's on fire. This girl She's just got taking hired. you higher. Everybody. She, I mean, if you say no, you're a liar. Right. Because <laughs> this girl is on fire. I can just imagine right. during the recording, like the producer. Please help me. I need to change a tire. <laughs> yeah, it's the producers on the other side of the, the, the recording wall punching in. Oh, I got another one. Desire. Go. <laughs> No, they didn't even put in that much effort into it. No, uh, no, they should have. They came up with one I went one to the line. king and said, thank you, sire. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is, Keep going. When, when she's old, she's going to retire. <laughs> if you're looking for an alternative, like if you're like, oh, man, I, I'm just not feeling that pick of the week, just watch the YouTube video of the MC Hammer Gognum style remix that was on the American Music Awards because heads explode when that thing comes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Did they, you guys watch that? I was at the office. No. Missed it. But I saw Twitter I blow Twilight, up about everybody, it. Everybody. And, and cynical people who were talking, you know, talking down about the AMAs all night actually said, okay, that ending was pretty epic. And it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, you know, it, it's all over uh, YouTube. But Hammer, MC Hammer doesn't even sing. It's just, you know, he's just out there dancing and doing, you know, going hammer time. Uh, but they, they mix Gognum style with uh, Too Legit to Quit. And I don't, yeah, I don't care how cynical you are. It's impossible not to <laughs> smile while watching and listening to it. I'll watch that later. Okay, uh, speaking of heads exploding, movie releases coming out on Friday, November 30th. That's what's called Segway, folks. Mm. Uh, Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt and Sam Rockwell. That's not the heads exploding one. The heads exploding one is Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning starring Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, yes. <laughs> He's getting the a sequel relief. everyone wanted. Nice. Wait, no. What but was too afraid. <laughs> the sequel everyone wanted but was too afraid to ask for. <laughs> Van Damme. I think Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren are like the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan of bad 80s action movies. Yeah. You, know, you, mean just, of, yeah, you, you meant to say awesome 80s action movies. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, terrible 80s but, action movies. But does Terribly have, awesome. But correct. Does, yeah. <laughs> does, he have a, does he have a facelift as bad as Meg Ryan? No. Oh, that poor lady. She should have yeah. just left she it alone. She should have just left it alone, aged gracefully. Yeah. Well, what's weird is now I can't tell them apart, Dolph Lundgren or Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm watching Expendables 3. Is that Meg Ryan? Whoa, she's so versatile. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I just love the marketing guy that decides to release that like Thanksgiving weekend. Like sometimes that's a day where they recently a Christmas movie where people you know, <laughs> hanging out in the house all weekend with family. And they're like, oh, let's go to a family movie. That's when they decide to re- release Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. <laughs> yep. My favorite, my favorite release. I just read this in the New Relevant last night about 2.30 in the morning is uh, on our Flavor of the Buy Month for January and February. We talk about 10 things that you need to know about. And one of them is the new Die Hard is coming out. Yes. On February 14th. On Valentine's Day. Yeah, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I know what I'm asking just for. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is perfect, you know, because it's just to anger girlfriends and wives everywhere. Sure. Like, it's Absolutely. big date night tonight. We're I got dinner reservations, and then we're going to see the new Die Hard. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. This week's podcast is sponsored by the Urbana 12 Conference. Urbana 12 seeks to compel this generation to give their whole lives to God's global mission. Together with other students listening for God's call in their lives, participants are challenged by speakers, are able to speak with hundreds of mission organizations, get to attend an amazing selection of seminars, participate in unique tracks, view performing arts, and worship together. For more info, check out urbana.org. Uh, you're listening to The Shins. The song is Wonderful Christmas Time. If you haven't caught the theme, two breaks in, we're playing Christmas music. I don't, I don't At the it. beginning of the podcast, you heard Sugar in the Hilos with the song Jingle Bells. It's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? Well, I have, I have a twofer today. Uh, one is Thanksgiving themed, uh, because if you're listening to this, um, it's just been Thanksgiving. But you need to be aware, because uh, as you know, a, a lot of traditions have it, families eat turkeys on Thanksgiving Day. Well, it appears that turkeys are getting smarter, and they're not too happy about this trend. Uh, a man in, in Connecticut claims that he was recently attacked by a couple of turkeys and just this past week captured on his cell phone camera turkeys attacking his car as he's driving through the woods. What? (laughs) Two turkeys come out of the car and start pecking at his car uh, trying to attack it. Has has the dude like been driving around like feeding them or something out of the car? The, the I, we can only presume they know they're sending a message is what they're doing. <laughs> you know, they, they picked on, they picked on, they, they, they attacked this guy once before and he said no one believed him that he was attacked by turkeys. So this time he filmed it on a cell phone camera and it's uh, made the rounds on the internet. Uh, and I think the turkeys are sending a message. Just watch yourself this year. Just watch yourself. Yeah. That's awesome. When, they, I, was a, when I was a child, my parents were poor and they would take me down to the lake uh, where we have like Yola, where we have a lot like of a therapy session ducks and swans <laughs> and stuff, and we would take our Wonder Bread and uh, <laughs> and we'd go feed the ducks. That was a big outing in our in our family. So you aren't going to see like Universal Soldier one? No, <laughs> and uh, and 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 I can identify with this man because once those aggressive junkyard ducks got a whiff of the bread, man, they would come after you. And I'm sorry, but a three-year-old is the size of a duck. And it was the most terrifying thing. I still have the memories of those (laughs) ducks chasing me and pecking at me and nobody helping me. And I can identify with this guy hiding in a car and these turkeys are just going nuts on it. Well, this is his quote. He's a 40-year-old man and he says, uh, I only weigh 127 uh, 127 pounds. That thing would have thrashed me. It would have served me to its young. I don't think he's being (laughs) dramatic. (laughs) I don't think he's playing this up. No. Uh, What's weird is they probably, he probably underestimated the turkeys. Like he, he was thinking to himself, maybe at first, like I, I don't, I'm not afraid of turkeys. I can, you know, I can handle this. It's gravy. Like it's, it's gravy. It's gravy. That, gr- that girl is on fire. It's gravy. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were just like, oh man, these things are gonna beat the stuffing out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think you really should carve out some time in your day. Oh, no. to appreciate <laughs> turkeys. Oh. I think Meg Ryan would have liked that joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I promised this was a twofer, and I, I couldn't ignore this other slice. It's not <laughs> Thanksgiving-related, uh, but it's something that we just have to be aware of, that Rocky the Musical is opening in Germany this week. What? Uh, what? Produce, I, produced by Sylvester Stallone no, and the, no, the heavyweight fighters. No. The it's legit? It's endorsed? Yes, this is a sanctioned music, uh-huh. and they have like legitimate like Broadway people that have uh, you know contributed to this. Um, it's it's the story of Rocky put to musical theater. Uh, the Klitschko brothers, who are two heavyweight fighters, co-produced it with Stallone, and this is uh, Vladimir's quote. Somehow, I think it's a little lost in translation because it doesn't really make that much sense. They said <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is the Pope of Rocky. Uh, Which I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what being the Pope of Rocky means. But he says he has given birth to this idea, and we wait, had lots the of Pope fun. Doesn't during... give birth <laughs> exactly. And if anything, he's the Pope of it. He is Rocky. Uh, so he has given birth to this idea. We had lots of fun during our cooperation. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, is this guy so, one of the Russian bad guys from an actual Rocky movie? Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <yeah. laughs> no, he is a Russian. He's a real life Russian heavyweight fighter. Ooh. Oh wow! So, so, so uh, the so the movies are really are documentaries, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't think that people have been aware for all these years, but uh, this is Stallone's early life as heavyweight fighter. <laughs> you know what? So I would actually and, and, see and, this and like a, a gang enforcement collection guy in the in the hardened streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> a lot of people aren't aware that he was just followed around with by a camera crew. I think I would see this musical, but I mean, are they are the songs taken from Heck the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait, you think you would see this musical? Do they do Eye of the Tiger? Do they do like of Getting course. Strong Now? Sure, why not? The theme song? Oh, sure. oh, but, oh but you should know it's all in German. Oh, oh right. But really, Rocky is a universal language. I don't no. care what language you don't have to understand the words of the song to be there and just get super pumped while watching it. Hmm. I, it would help to know what they're saying. It would help, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, I, I also think this is could pave the way for maybe a Rambo the musical. Why, why would hold on? Why would an American and a Russian come together to make a musical in German? Okay, evidently, this is what I read online because I was pretty curious about it. Uh, is that Rocky is evidently huge in Germany? Like, disproportionately huge. Like, people in America love Rocky. You know, like, they're American films. And obviously, in Russia, uh, he's somewhat popular. But it is nowhere near, uh, he is nowhere near the cultural icon as he is in either country as he is in Germany. They love Rocky in Germany. So much so that they're opening a massive musical production in Berlin. You know, they should have cast as Rocky, Hmm. David Hasselhoff. Oh, that would have just been. <laughs> that that would have been. Germany would have exploded. Yeah, yeah. that would have been, been like Psy and MC Hammer. Because he could he could have sung. You know, mm-hmm. he's kind of buff. Or Meg Ryan. Have you seen her lately? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the role of Dolph Lundgren was not filled yet. So. Right, she looks great. <laughs> all right, what do you have, Maya? Well, I have a little something for all the gentlemen out there. I, I just want to say, Maya oh. was very excited. I saw her about an hour and a half ago because I went home last night, and she goes, oh, I brought a slice. Oh. She came prepared. I came prepared, I'm guys. excited. And it's for you. Um, it's something you could get. Maybe you could ask for it as a Christmas gift, stuff, uh, stocking stuffer. So it's a tip. It's, for, a tip. In, it's Black Friday. You're bringing yeah. some shopping tips. Some shopping okay. tips. Smart. Timely. There is a company called Alpha Nail, and this gentleman is nail polish for men. Oh. And it is fantastic. Oh. They have a couple lightweight boxers that apparently wear it during their fights. Excuse me? There's how, how, how would you know? They have they, gloves they, on. They, yeah. Well, if they're like the... I'm wearing lightweight a, boxers right now. What's that AMA <laughs> or whatever, what's it was called? Where they kick and punch? Kickboxing. No. MMA. 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 So you, you can see his, his blue finger, fingernail through his well, wraps. What's the difference between uh, nail polish and... Nail polish for men. I'm well, so can glad I answer? You asked. This is actually it's strong enough for a woman, but this P, this is pH balance for a man. <laughs> is, is this, this nail polish? Is this like a Diet Dr Pepper ten situation? <laughs> yes. Um. So it does. It's not in sissy little bottles. Okay. It is in. It looks like a pen, like a sharpie. Okay. And you just press it on your nail, and stuff comes out, and you paint it, and then you cap it back on, and you put it in your pocket. Like white out. Yes. So okay. 
but um, they so have. It's, so it's white out. So uh, alpha <laughs> nail is for strength, for style, for swagger, for protection, or for co- swag, or to cover up your fugly toenails. It doesn't matter your age, your profession, or your style. Alpha nail is going to set you apart from the crowd. And well, putting it on won't make you alpha. Chances are that if you do it, you already are. You keep saying alpha. Are alpha. you saying alpha? Alpha. Oh, I thought you were saying like alpha, like it's a Christmas elf. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I've been, that, that's no, what I've been like hearing that. too. Really? Do I say it wrong? Yes. Alpha? The, the alpha. letter A <laughs> is uh. not eh, eh is E. Uh. Like uh, elf. elf, the cartoon alpha? character. My, I, would, I would jump in here, elf. but I'm I'm not one to correct people on pronunciations. Thank you. They have um, revolutionary matte collection provides uber masculine and fashion forward satin finish and a metallic shines like candy paint but, but, in but, the but, summertime. No, you, you definitely want to go matte. Uber masculine, uber masculine satin finish and, and candy. What did it say? Candy paint. Candy paint in the summertime. <laughs> Their their copy is just awesome. What if right now I is had it? on bubblegum? Yeah, alpha, well, here, alpha. L- let me tell you the colors. Is it guys. edible? It's not. Does like, it smell good? Like, so does it make you want to like bite your nails? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. You don't need to buy a twenty six pound gummy snake no. right. if you got this on your fingertips. Well, yeah. here's some color guys in their matte collection: um, burning rubber, smoke. Well, hold on with me. Do these smell like the thing? Is it scratch and stuff? I wish. Hold on. Because that'd be pretty cool. Concrete. Because some of them, hold on. I, didn't, you co- tell me, didn't you tell me that when you go get your nails done, there are some nail polishes that actually smell like the thing? There now. is that, yes. Okay. So, so I would like to encourage Alpha Nails to, to do this. To, to make their stuff smell like the thing that they're saying. It like is. burning rubber? Yes. Totally. Smoke? Concrete, yes. Yes. cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, don't know I don't know what that smells like. And, I don't know what it smells like. And Benjamin's is <laughs> this one. They're metallics, Celtic silver, midnight, deep ocean, gasoline, Ooh. and pirate gold. Do they have young ocean? <laughs> oh, that's so, in the relevant that's real, oh, It's only it's sold just, in airports. Right. <laughs> so you can go to alphanail.com today and do some shopping. Uh, they're nine ninety five. They also have... Wait, a, how, how much do you get for your nine ninety five? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's like a, it looks like a pen that's filled with. So how many fingers is that? Oh, and oh, it, over fingers enough, and toenails enough for over one hundred applications. So I assume that's a full ten. Or just go down to the office, Office Max, or the Office mm-hmm. Depot, get one of those whiteout pens. It's about four bucks, and you can get just as much coverage for or for an f- actual sharpie <laughs> mm-hmm. for a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Oh, oh, guys! I I lift out a really good part. Dolph Lundgren owns this company. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Meg Ryan's our spokesperson. I missed a big part that that what they like to call it is they all ad- think men should adorn their nails with war paint. War. So they also have a Twitter That's feed a that has sell. not had a new uh, post in eighty days. So. Mm. <laughs> so maybe Alpha Alpha Nail isn't going so well. Isn't going so well. I really do think this company would take off if they smelled similar or if they had taste. To them as Cause, well. cause maybe the, not gasoline, but bubble yeah. gum the, <laughs> or cocaine or cocaine. We don't know what that smells like. Um, <laughs> I think they would do better if they just had a different name. Did it? Did it get you thinking? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought of one. Uh, it's finger nails with an N nail. So what about what if it was nail enhancement? Oh, uh, so <laughs> instead of male enhancement, pretty good. Yeah. Like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So what you need to do, like the guys who who made the six hour energy and stuck it next to the five energy, mm-hmm. you make your nail, your nail enhancement <laughs> right stuff that's exactly like theirs, except it smells. Yeah. yeah. And, and in their case, where they're trying to emulate a highly successful product, you're going off for one that's very unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how to beat them? Just tweet once every 80 days. <laughs> every 79 every days. Every 79 days. You're good. I'm, I'm on top. Your first tweet is, looks like there's a new alpha nail in town. <laughs> <laughs> you just take them on. <laughs> just head on out of nowhere. And when people order, they're you like, just send them. You like, only have two colors, black and white. And you either send them a Sharpie or a bottle of white <laughs> Marked up 300%. These guys, these guys are like, we can't sell one bottle a week. And we already have competition. Like, <laughs> like they don't understand. It has a little asterisk. Do not wash. <laughs> yeah, it Do lasts not longer. wash your hands. Guys don't wash your hands anyway. Why don't... What? what? I've seen your bathroom. You've seen... 
My bathroom? Oh, yes, or his own bathroom. The, the guy's hey, bathroom here. I've oh, gone oh. on on a Thursday. <laughs> we share a bathroom. <laughs> on a Thursday, and there's maybe you, like two. You never go in there on a Thursday, Maya. There's like, on a Thursday there's like the two paper towels in Thursday the trash can. Thursday is no wash Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows that. Wait, so no flush Thursday. Hold on, hold on. So you're judging us by how many paper towels, used paper towels yes, are in the, the trash? Yes, because the girls, it's like overflowing because okay. we always wash our hands. Uh, you want to you know what, what goes on with me? No. I wash my hands every time. But I don't waste paper. Oh, please. So I wash my hands. They're wet. I have jeans. Mm-hmm. It's a natural fiber. It absorbs moisture. Wipe, wipe, out the door. Boom. Dry. I See, I carry around with me a portable electric hand dryer. <laughs> you would. <laughs> and I just plug yeah. it in and use that. It's called Dyson yeah. Mini. Yeah. The Dyson yeah. Mini. It's the Dyson Yeah, and the Mini. blade. The it's Dyson blade hand washer. <laughs> the right. Mini. It's, right. it's going to be all the rage this Christmas. They're working long. on a battery-powered one, so I don't have yeah. to plug it in every time. Chad just thinks things should work properly. <laughs> so don't judge us based on our refuse. We actually are way more environmentally yeah, conscious. We're saving the environment. It doesn't mean yeah. that we're not washing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're clean and green. And you don't belong in there. Yeah, <laughs> especially you know on Thursday. No girls allowed. Out. So stay out. Yeah, we don't even need a trash. Can. I'm in there lounging, doing my nails. I don't, <laughs> the last thing I need is women barging in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have a little guy time. Just me and the dudes <laughs> doing the nails. <laughs> Trying our hands on each other's jeans. Just get out. Oh, dear. There's, the, there's the door. Take the trash can with you. Don't we don't need it. All right. What do you have, Calvin? Well, as you all know, the end of the world is coming next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, December, what is it? 21st? 21st. Yeah. December 21st, 2012. So it's what Maya's people predicted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of talk about actually how it's going to happen. Oh, and well, I um, thought John Cusack showed us. Right, he showed us one possibility. Oh, okay. So they've they're re- releasing some. So actually, they're really debunking this right now, which is you know, which is nice to hear people not actually taking it seriously. But uh, here are some actual examples of how people think it's going to happen. There will be a close encounter between Earth and a black hole. That's one theory. Um, is, wouldn't astronomers see that coming? <laughs> Considering so. we're three weeks away, you think so? <laughs> you, th- you think you think they'd be like, "Hey, by the way." So, so what? What's some other concerns? Because well, the stars, I think the top of my list isn't being swallowed by a black hole in the next three weeks. Well, I think you're alone there. But um, <laughs> uh, other other thinking clearly, is, you're an irrational person. People, but. and then there are people are talking about signs that it's that it's coming. There's natural disasters all around the planet. Uh, people think that also maybe a shifting of the Earth's magnetic poles. We'll cause it. Um, anyway, all this talk got me thinking. And I really, look, I, w- I want to just level with you. Look, I really didn't want to do a list today. And mm-hmm. I was trying real hard to just kind of talk and just be open and let's, you know, have a conversation. But that, we'll um, save that for Thursdays in the men's room. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I didn't want to go through That's all my, my men's room yeah. material. So I decided the, I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, but by the way, sorry, real quick, that single paper towel, it's from Tears. When, <laughs> yeah. When, when it gets a little emotional in there. Yeah. And that's okay. Look, believe what you want about the end of the world, but I think that we actually, we actually may be close. And I've seen some signs out there. And so all this, all this talk got me thinking, and I, I think I've narrowed it down to five signs that the end of the world actually is coming next month. Okay. okay. So I'm just going to talk you through them. You could call this a list if you wanted, but I'm just going to have a conversation about five things, five signs. You're just calling it a, a sequential conversation. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Bullet points, okay? There's no numbers. Bullet point one. They made another Twilight movie. Awesome. Break, Breaking Dawn. I think part two. Yeah, Breaking Dawn part two. That is a sign. My goodness. It was awesome. Of the end of the world. Oh yeah, you saw it last night. Saw it night. last night. It's good yeah. stuff. Number four. So there we, won't be any more Twilight movies. <laughs> Look, I am a secret. Maybe I'm like a secret fan here. It's a guilty pleasure. Did you know that Mitt and Anne Romney went to the movies last night to see Twilight? They did not. They did, they did. not. They did. They had reports and see. Fun. He is not fit to lead the free world. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> And they didn't bring any security or anything with them. They were just in California, and they went to the movies to see Twilight. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering whose idea it was. He's 65 years old. Yeah. That's actually creepy. Yeah, that is a little weird. Big Taylor Lautner fan, the Romneys. <laughs> He's on Team Jacob. <laughs> was, uh, was it good, for real? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a lot of shirtless baseball? No baseball this time. No baseball. Oh. What sport did they play shirtless? Did they play Jenga shirtless? Yes, they did. Were they shirtless? One point. Why? 
Um, what happened where the guy said, I need to remove my shirt for this? Because Jacob had to show that he... I don't even want to keep it. Tell me. I want to know. Who's Jacob? Wait, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. Chad, just patch me in in a few. (laughs) Okay. Who's Jacob, first of all? Jacob. Is he the one that married the girl? No, he is the wolf. The other one. The werewolf. The other one. He had to show Bella's dad that he was a wolf so that he could because <laughs> because Bella's there's only there's only one sign of a wolf and that's a buff tan physique. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So hold on. Oh, no, no, Bella married the vampire, had a baby, had a baby, yep. became a vampire. She's a vampire too. Now. So the other dude that she did love for a while is a wolf, and, and he ha- imprinted he... on their child and is going to is loves their child. Will be with their hold child on. when she's grown up. Well, they had a girl. They had a yeah. girl. Wait, so he, a twenty one year old. Man, you just use the word imprinted, imprinted. Yes. on That's a baby girl. Do. Yes, yeah. that he's going to have sex with her one day. She, yes. But she hyperages, right? She like, hyperages when she's seven. She'll be a fully adult. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like dog. So years. so he yeah. has to wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it should be forty nine. Well, that's, that's weird. disgusting. Yeah, that's it is like dog ears. But I mean, I still want to tell him you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It just it seems so, like a rough so, situation. So he so Bella's dad th- wants to see Bella, but Bella's now a vampire, so she can't really be around her dad because otherwise she's gonna want to bite him and okay. suck his blood. So he's trying to get down with the future. And he so uh, he's trying to tell him there's another world. Right. Yeah. She doesn't know at this point. The, the, it's it's a twisted mm-hmm. little plot they weave. Is is this the sense, movie guys. that total David sense. Petraeus is in? Mm-hmm. When does Aslan? <laughs> when does Aslan speak creation into being? <laughs> right, okay. page one sixteen. Actually, the, that's on page one sixteen. It is on page one sixteen. <laughs> or CXVI. Oh, look at that! I read that in the New Relevance. That's right. It's in January. Huh. Anyways, it's good. Sorry, we totally interrupted. Hey, we interrupted you for once. I know, and it's nice. fantastic. I'm really enjoying nice. it. Oh yeah, uh, we're in the middle of a list. No, 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 no. Twilight was five and Bullet four points. sequential yeah five and four sequential point number three in the conversation not a list number three anyway <laughs> the return of mc hammer on the amas mm. this was uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier but th- this is a sign of the end of times i have nothing else to add to that <laughs> uh number two nbc's whitney is coming back to tv oh. Oh. that is true yeah that is odd uh, there's been some press coming out like uh Hey everybody, support Whitney. What's why? Why all the bad press about Whitney? It's because her show's really bad. Apparently, they're going to try and switch it up a lot. Meaning, but like not have her on it certain weeks, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? In hopes that it's funny. Yeah, rename it and recast it and change <laughs> the plot line and don't do it in front of a studio audience, right? And then take it off TV. Right. Sounds like a show I'd watch. Yeah, yeah, I'd get behind that. And the number one sign that, and, and it completely doesn't have to be number one. It's not a sequential list. I'm just having a conversation. <laughs> that the end of the world is coming. It's the demise of the Twinkie. Ah, uh, no more Twinkies. It's yeah. it's gonna be. I've seen um things on Twitter on how to make your own Twinkies. Not on Twitter on Pinterest. <laughs> That's disgusting. On how to make your own Twinkie. <laughs> so it's the, it's the only it's the only solution we have to avert the end of days is to start right. making homemade Twinkies. That but here's a bit of a warning. If you see a link on the internet that says how to make your own ho hos, don't click on it. <laughs> or just. How to make your own ding dongs? Right, yeah. Just stay <laughs> far away. Just, just, just stick Trust to the duck me. turkey oh. research. You'll be, you'll be happier. Guys, I'm kind of waiting for the bonus and the bonus bonus and. There's no bonus, man. That was actually. It, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. Letdown. You know, right? Live analysis. <clears throat> Weakest list yet. Oh well, no. I see, I, because I didn't want to do a list. <laughs> oh, but it wasn't yeah. a list. So it was a reluctant list. That was a sequential conversation. I feel it was pressured. Into just it. like that happens in the bath, in the relevant bathroom every Thursday. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a reluctant list. You need the to, only. You need the to only difference is Calvin isn't wiping his wet hands on your jeans. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah, here. This is a big table. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Dan Hasseltine. Presents are up there under the tree. It's Christmas for you and me. Shopping is done and the cooking is through. It's Christmas for me and you. Because tomorrow morning there will be all a room of happy children and shouts of glee. But since they're all dreaming of what Santa will bring, it's Christmas for you and me. You're listening to Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. The song is Christmas for You and Me. Dan Hasseltine is the lead singer of 
jars of clay. And uh, a few years ago, jars started an organization called Bloodwater Mission. Bloodwater was formed to kind of draw attention and, and, and involvement about the HIV AIDS crisis in Africa. They uh, build wells and provide life-saving water and health care. They've partnered with over 1,300 communities in Africa already in 11 countries and have impacted more than 800,000 people. This Christmas, Bloodwater Mission is doing a pretty cool campaign called Deck the Stalls. Clever. They had some other names that, uh, that they were going to run that were less appropriate than Deck the Stalls. <laughs> so I'm glad that's where they landed. Um, what it is is they, they provide latrines for 2,600 people in northern Rwanda um, as, you know, sanitary latrines and, this, you know, diarrhea, the spread of disease is actually a major cause of death, especially in Africa. $50 provides one person with access to sanitation in their community. It's a really cool campaign. Uh, our very own Tyler Huckabee recently spoke to him. Here is Dan Hasseltine. For maybe our listeners who aren't familiar, um, give me a little bit of history on Bloodwater. Like, how did it start and how did Garza Clay get involved? Sure. Um, well, it really began in uh, 2002. I, I went to Africa because we had started hearing a lot about um, HIV and AIDS and what was happening in, in different places in Africa. And there's, you know, in South Africa, they said, you know, one in four people were HIV positive. And it was a disease that had so much stigma around it. And in, even in America, the, you know, the American church wasn't talking about it. They didn't really want any part of it because it was called the gay cancer in the U.S. when it first showed up in the 80s. And, and so it was just a very um, complex disease and it was hard to get people to engage with it. So we thought, but you know what, this seemed important to us. And so I went and just all I wanted to do was sit across the table with people um, who were wrestling with the disease. I wanted to visit some communities and see what was really happening with the disease. And when I was there, one of the things that I saw, we were traveling from one place to another and there were there was this dry riverbed and people were digging holes in the ground. And then when they reached water, they would stick their faces down in it and drink. Hmm. And that was shocking to me. I didn't know that there were places where people didn't have access to water. And uh, and so, you know, on the, I, I started to kind of put the pieces together and asking a lot of questions of, you know, well, if a person's wrestling with AIDS, then um, their immune system is being destroyed. Well, what is the lack of access to clean water doing? And come to find out that, that really it was the water that was killing them. And so I realized I wanted to do something about that and found that, you know, it was much harder to argue whether or not a person should have access to clean water. Um, You know, AIDS, a lot of people could find reasons not to get involved. It's a scary disease. It's complex. But water is one of those things where you go, you know what, let's start with this story and then let's see where we can go from there. But let's let's see if we can engage our fans and our friends and try to get them involved in this in this story. As you mentioned, Bloodwater Mission has been around for about 10 years now, but this whole idea of like deck the stalls is something new. Is this like a phase two of providing water to communities? Yeah, I mean, I think it's for us, the way we've always looked at it is that it's it's a bit of a comprehensive uh, approach because you can't, I mean, providing water really also means providing proper sanitation and hygiene and you know and and latrines and places for people to to you know use the bathroom uh those that plays into it you can't really separate them that that well because if you're really going i think that there's the statistics are are massive that when you add in um you know you provide clean water but then you add in also proper sanitation uh like this um and it it reduces the number of diseases and things like that exponentially far far greater than even just having water could ever do so mm-hmm. um so i think we've always sought that 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 was kind of a goal of ours was to be able to provide that and since we've been in so many communities now um, it's a good way to go back in and if there's anywhere where we haven't had that approach we can go back and help them uh, gain access to that that really important aspect of community development
The water need is finally becoming a little more ingrained in the Western world's conscious, but a lot of us are just figuring out that there is so much more that has to come after that initial well or that initial supply of clean water. But has that always been part of Bloodwater's overall mission? Yeah, I mean, I think we've, you know, it's been, it's been in there, but I, I think we've, you know, Bloodwater, if anybody's followed Bloodwater, they, they know that we've been an organization of people who really care to learn. And so we've, you know, we've had to grow into it. I think initially we were we were very naive in our approach to what it would take to help people have access to clean water and provide health to their communities. And, you know, but over the years of really spending a lot of time listening and, and really hearing from the communities and visiting them and seeing what, what needs they have, they've taught us that, you know, what we really need is also uh, places to use the bathroom. We need latrines, we need places where we can go. Um, and maybe some of that is more centered around the dignity piece too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bloodwater has been very focused on, on not just going into these communities and saying, we know what you need and, and doing all these projects without the engagement of the community. Latrines are one of those things that, you know, you can certainly see the health benefit of, of not just having people go to the bathroom everywhere in their community, you know, but having actual places, um, but it's also like the stories we always heard when we were going into these communities were that, you know, the, you know, women would have to like crouch down behind a bush or, you know, there was all these aspects where people were, you know, it was horrifying to hear that that rape was more prevalent simply because they didn't have a place to go use the bathroom. Hmm. And, and so it just made women more vulnerable out in these places when they're walking and, and, and children when they're walking to go collect water. Um, there's all those kinds of things that you don't think about, but that that's really the part that at least gets me um, more excited about helping to build latrines. It's not a very sexy cause, but it's <laughs> but you realize um, it's so vital to that kind of dignity piece to say, you know what, you, you feel more human you feel more um, cared for, I think, when you have a place like that where you can go, where there's some privacy and, you know, you're not just out hiding behind a bush or behind a tree or in a field somewhere. It's just, you know, I think that those aspects of it um, were hard for me to hear when I first started hearing about um, a lack of access to even things like latrines. Like when you look towards the future of not just blood water, but maybe like rejecting apathy in general, yeah. what would be the next step? What would be the next good place for the public of America to reach? Well, you know, I, there's there's a few things going on, I think, that are that are pretty vital. I think sanitation is one of them for sure, because it, it, is, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but it could be a way that people would engage. Um, and it doesn't take a lot to do a great deal. Um, and that's maybe more like, as I think about Americans really feeling like the reason they're not empowered sometimes is that they don't feel like they have enough resources to offer, which is a little scary because we are a very resource rich country, you know, whether we're in a recession or have some sort of economic decline or not, we still are a very resourceful uh, community and have a lot that we can offer in that way. And so I think finding small ways that people can kind of dip their foot into the water of social justice, those are important. Um, Sanitation, obviously the idea of clean water, it doesn't take very much to help somebody have clean water, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, there are a lot of other things that can be done. Mobile clinics, still keeping HIV and AIDS a part of the conversation, that's vital. I think that one sort of lost a little bit of steam over the years because people have, have started to wonder whether or not we really can make a difference there. And I think we're starting to see it, though, um, with, you know, Bono and Barack Obama and, and President Bill Clinton, when uh, they all start talking about the end of AIDS and that there really is a plan that we can enact that, that helps people. I think that's when you want to get people to re-engage because apathy is ultimately it sort of feels like it's caused by people just not feeling like they they can be empowered just really feeling like there's there's not much they can do so anything at least in my book anything that helps people recognize that it doesn't take much to do a great deal um i'm all for those things that was dan hasseltine find out more at bloodwatermission.com slash deck the stalls 
You're listening to Hillsong. Which one? Uh, the Hillsong. There's a lot of the <laughs> Hillsong. The top dog Hillsong. This, this, this Hillsong is like not the church? united. Right, yeah. These ones are very divided. This, this is, is a very song divided. It's a very divisive group of Hillsongs. They had to record on different days. Yeah. 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 The timing's off on this Very ones. difficult to work with. Yeah. The song is, Oh, Come Let Us Adore Him. Okay, it's time for the game. That's what's in my notes. The game, I guess. It's called All I Want for Christmas. Take it away, Jesse. All right, so uh, it's Black Friday, and I assume that as you're, you've downloaded this podcast, you are making your way through Sears, uh, <laughs> buying tires and weed whackers and fitness equipment for all your family for Christmas. So I wanted to make a game that is sort of in the vein of Price is Right. Are you guys familiar with the Price is Right? No. Yeah. What is it? heard of it. (laughs) It's a popular morning show. Hmm. Um, So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to read from a Christmas list that I've set up uh, and all of the gifts either come from Brookstone, Sky Mall, or Sharper Image. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to read what the gift is. I'm going to read their description and we can actually have three people play. We can have four people play if you want. Uh, You'll rotate who goes first, uh, but I'm going to name the product, read the description, and you guys have to guess how much this item costs without going over. And the p- person closest gets a point. And it's, okay, it's from one of those three places, so we know they will all be overpriced. Yeah, they're very expensive. Okay. okay. All right, so uh, so who, who are the contestants? We can play from anywhere from two to four. Well, if you, if, you want, if you want to keep track of the score, I say we're all in. All right, let's do this thing. Well, we'll start first person up. This round, round one, Chad. All right, item number one. The Rover app-controlled spy tank with night vision. This is from Brookstone. Whether following friends and family, navigating the office, or investigating the activities of your dog, it's all possible with the audio-visual enabled photo-taking Rover. Its built-in microphone transmits sounds back to your device in real time so you can hear everything that's being said. As a manual adjusting camera for video and photos, it is also uh, equipped with an infrared night vision camera. Mission accomplished. The Rover app-controlled spy tank with night vision. I'm going to say $299. $299. That's what I was going to say. Okay. $249. $249. All right. $298. <laughs> you gave yourself a one dollar range. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> because I wanted to say two ninety nine. So <laughs> okay, so 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 price of right rules is well, you, when Gary, you, go, you know what you should when do. You here. Go, when you yeah. go, very few situations where I'll be right. Remember, okay, before you make your guess, Garrett, if if you go over, right, you know. no helping from the. Host. No, I know. Right, so here's here's my conundrum: is I think you guys are all crazily overpriced. So. I either go a dollar and I and I got everything up to two forty eight, or I go three hundred and I got everything above three hundred. So you guys gave me a fifty dollar window. So <laughs> it's it's a it's a tank with an app. It's and, it's, and it's a I'm gonna uh, it's a app controlled spy tank with night vision. So it's like an RC tank that you control with an app. And it's the size that, of a remote control car. Exactly. And it takes pictures. It takes with night vision if you want. And it sends it back to your phone your app. to your device correct and you can steer it with just the app you can steer it evidently with your, with your yes <laughs> one dollar oh, thank you the winner of point for the round is cameron uh, yes the the rover app controlled spy tank at brookstone only cost ninety nine dollars oh. yeah oh, wait 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 we're talking dollars it. i thought it's not euros <laughs> <laughs> uh, you weren't clear about that i wasn't oh, sure my apologies from here on out it's euros okay so i think <laughs> i think that round we should just scratch that round off like it didn't happen okay that's not gonna happen because i okay. can't score but um <laughs> uh, but you'll have a chance to get back with this in this toy from sharper image the crossbow snow launcher Okay, here's a description uh, via Sharper Image. You'll look forward to the next blizzard when you're armed with a crossbow snowball launcher. Load a snowball into the front of the launcher, pull back the lever, aim and fire uh, at the target provided or your next victim. The crossbow launcher shoots snowballs up to 60 feet. A crossbow snowball launcher. $29.99. Okay. 
$79.99 US dollars, adjusting okay. for inflation. Okay. I'm going to go with $30 even. Oh, okay. You're a jerk. Because I think, I think it's going to be priced around $39. bucks. i am going to say $31. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> so said this was, this, you guys are all I mean this is a pretty good round uh, the actual price Chad gets a point because it's $39.99 oh. which actually seems like $39 well spent <laughs> a crossbow snowball launcher the second you said it I wrote down $39 that's and what I would pay it. hey go with your instincts on I, I wanted to give myself the whole range in case it was $34.99 yeah. mm-hmm. sure but I knew it was, I, that felt like a thirty-ish yeah. dollar. Depending on where you're in the order, where you are in the order, you got to go with your gut. This one, who, who travels the most via airplane in the group? Maya, probably Cameron. All right, well, one of you guys may have the advantage because this one comes from Sky Mall oh. in the Lord of the Rings collection. Oh yeah, I know, I know that page. It's a, it's adjacent to the Harry Potter page. <laughs> exactly. I was it was it was a toss-up which item I was going to go for, but this is the Gollum slash Smeagol bookends. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay? You know, the, it's it's Gollum on one side, Schmeagol on the other, and you store your books. Uh, depicting the dual personalities of one of the most complex characters from The Lord of the Rings, each piece made of heavy cast metal and mounted on a, is mounted on a wood base. They measure eight inches in height, and they're o- available only as a pair. The Gollum Schmeagol bookends from The Lord of the Rings collection. Well, I've been over a lot lately, so I'm going to... Say twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, I'm going with thirty dollars. <laughs> okay, Chad, I'm gonna say seventy five dollars. Okay, I'm gonna go forty nine ninety nine. The the winner of this round is Chad because these are no cheap bookends. Oh, if you want the Gollum Smeagol for your library, it's gonna be one hundred and ninety five dollars. Wow, wow. Chad now has two points. That's crazy. Cameron has one. After three rounds. I'm not enjoying this um, game. I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it coming, Jesse. Right. Live it up. <laughs> all right. Let me, I'm gonna, all right. I have a couple good ones here. Well, they're, I think they're all kind of Do fun, you have anything but... from the wine enthusiast catalog? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, okay. I have <laughs> this one. This one is uh, oh, so many good ones. Okay. I'll go back to Sky Mall for a moment. Uh, this is from the sports collectibles. Okay. This, you guys are familiar with that section. It is a Dwayne Wade mosaic. Oh, okay. Wow. A Dwayne Wade mosaic. Because if a picture is worth a thousand words, then imagine the impact of a thousand photographs of Dwayne Wade. Mm. Is that the description? <laughs> yes. They're combined <laughs> to form a single iconic image. Uh, from Steiner Sports, they're pleased to offer a unique combination of art known as a mosaic, which combines literally thousands of tiny action images of Dwayne Wade into one larger image of Dwayne Wade. It is 16 is a 16 by 20 photo, and it's a limited edition of a thousand. Is it uh, framed? It is framed. 16 by 20, you say. Is that the total frame size? Is that the art size? Is there a mat that we got to factor in? These are questions I can't answer. (laughs) All of these things change the price of art. Is it a glass frame or is it like a plastic? I'm looking at the link that I put in my little game sheet, and I will best describe it. Okay, there is a frame. Okay. Okay. Uh, It will be delivered within 10 business days. That doesn't help. Helps me. (laughs) Um... Unfortunately, there are no customer reviews because I was going to write. Is there <laughs> is there a mat or does the art go straight to the frame? It it appears to go straight to the frame, but so, honestly, so I, the frame is size is sixteen by twenty. I mean, okay. essentially, yeah. is what we're talking right. about. They're going to raise the price for limited edition. They're going to raise the price for the licensing it's fees. It's a print. It's it not probably actual, like, is not it's a mosaic. mosaic yes. kind yeah. of print. it's a Dwayne Wade mosaic. It's just a printout of the digital mosaic. I'm going to go one ninety nine. Hmm. I think okay. I'm too high though. I'm, I'm going to say 149. Yeah, that, that okay. feels right. 200. Oh. Do you have the ability to take the picture out and flip it so that you don't see Dwayne Wade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, instant- you'd have to try pretty hard not to see Dwayne Wade. There are thousands of tiny pictures of him. Yeah. I'm going to say $117. Well, this is this is our closest uh, our, our closest round yet because uh, Cameron answered one hundred ninety nine dollars. Correct. Maya said two hundred. Right. The listed price for the Dwayne Wade mosaic is one hundred ninety nine ninety nine. So by by one mere penny, Cameron Jerks. is now tied with Chad. 
So, so wow. congratulations. You are very knowledgeable in uh, Dwayne Wayne collectibles. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm, I, honestly, I'm a little, I am knowledgeable in art and sports collectibles. Well, I, I hope you're also knowledgeable in the field of electronic folding bicycles. I think we all are. <laughs> From Sharper Image. Uh, go if on. Not, let, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's the perfect go-anywhere urban commuter, the e-bike. <laughs> this long-range portable electronic bicycle will carry you up to 20 miles at an effortless 20 miles per hour. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, the the innovative effort. electric bike folds down small enough that you can take it anywhere. Go ahead. Carry this eco-friendly bike on the bus or subway or toss it in the trunk of your car. Great for navigating city streets or college campuses. With the e-bike, you'll arrive fresh. Hey, if you want some exercise, you can always turn off the electric motor and then pedal. Then switch the electric bike back on when you need a break. This electric folding bike is so exhilarating, you'll forget you're protecting the planet. Uh, may I make a suggestion? Yes. Because all of a sudden we've come, we've done four and so I'm last again, which is unfair to Chad. Chad and I are tied. I suggest this is the playoffs. We cut Maya and, and Calvin out of it. Mm. And Chad and, and a little I head to head. A little head-to-head action going back and forth. So we have the even being last. All right. All right so, so who goes first, Cameron or Chad? Uh, well, my- right now he goes first. I go after him. Je- Jesse, the, the bike that you're describing, um, who's selling this? Sharper Image is okay. selling this particular vehicle. I'm gonna go with four ninety nine. Four hundred ninety nine dollars. For an electric bicycle that can go twenty miles an hour. And this is compact, it folds up. It folds up. You can put this in the trunk of the car. Oh then I'll go five hundred. Camera gets a point because the e-bike is one thousand two hundred ninety-nine dollars. Wow! Wow! It's not a cheap gift, man. Yeah, I mean, normal bikes are like a thousand. I figured it would be a cheap bike in general, like a Kids R Us style bike, <laughs> or one that you would get at Walmart, you know, for like two fifty. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then they just threw a little engine on it. Mm-hmm. So, so how many more we do? Because I, I think to, oh, to keep uh, uh, Calvin and mine in the I, game, I should read a couple and let them select. I which think it's sudden death. Prefer. I think like okay, I should have gotten that one right. I did. Okay. I think I think the first one of like the yeah, guy like, who goes last gets it wrong. Game's over. It's like college football overtime. Okay. Boom. So, so uh, uh, Calvin and Maya, I'm going to read you a couple. You tell me which one we should go with. Okay. Okay. For the, for the sudden death. The night vapor remote-controlled airplane. Okay. A floating waterproof table tennis set for the swimming pool. Have that already. Nice. Okay. A, a very sophisticated hand massager, which I could read about. Oh. A pet treat launcher or a voice... Oh, sorry, I had two more. A voice-activated R2-D2 or a power stretch conductive glove. Did you say Which, a pet launcher? Pet treat launcher. Pet I, treat I, launcher. I heard oh. pet tree launcher, uh, but I think there's a T in I there. I kind of like that one. Okay, we'll go with the pet treat launcher. Sure. <laughs> well, what, what, what do you think, Calvin? No, that's great. I'm just envisioning it. Okay. Well, maybe this description, also from Sharper Image, will help uh, paint the mind picture. Make treat time into a fun time with your pet when you shoot their snacks from this exciting pet treat launcher. Turns exercise into self-rewarding play when your pet goes chasing after kibble snacks that can fly up to 10 feet away from the launcher. 10 feet? You just throw it. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Is this something that, like, it sits on the ground? It's like a slingshot? It's, it's I mean, it's electrical, so it's electric. it does sit on the ground. It does sit on the no, ground. No, no, I'm sorry. It's handheld. Hand it's held. handheld, okay. It's handheld. So you it, have it to... It looks like <laughs> you pull a trigger, like a little, like a little gun. The uh, only thing I would think is like, okay, well, you have this apparatus because you don't want to touch the treats or the food or something, but you have to touch them to load it in. Mm-hmm. So, you do. So it, it, the idea, ma- but it is made of rugged plastic, but you, according to the description. You have the kibble in your hand. You could put it into this little plastic device that shoots at 10 feet, or you could just sling your arm mm-hmm. and throw it 20 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make him choose. I'm going to say $1. Mm. Wait, but if I say $2? I was hoping you didn't catch I was like, this is too easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Jesse, I'm going to go with $2. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the point uh, because the, the Petri launcher is twenty four ninety nine. There was actually a part of me that thought it might be $0.99. Cents. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be about $14, $15. Okay, so $24.99. All right, so, so I think we should uh, go out on the hand massager. Okay. All right. All right. I need it for the men's room. I yeah. think you guys should write it down on a piece of paper. 
Because otherwise, you're going to be able to. We can, this game could literally go on forever between two people. I think the listeners are voting. Yeah, for I, th- it to go I on think. Forever. Yeah, I think write it on a piece of paper. There are a lot of listeners that are still standing in line on Friday morning. Yeah, they're wanting an, like they're, at least another thirty minutes. They could at least go for a two-hour <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. The hand massager from Sharper Image. Uh, since the human hand is one of the most necessary and complex parts of the body and key to our sensory perception of touch, it needs to be kept in tip-top working order. This extraordinary hand massager is the first of its kind to gently treat the hand with heat, air pressure, and gentle massage that replicates the feel and benefits of reflexology therapy. You'll enjoy the massager's restorative benefits throughout your entire body as it kneads and pressures acupuncture points with gentle rhythms and helps relieve tense muscles in your hands and fingers. It makes a great way to relieve stress that settles in the hands and relieves pain resulting from repetitive motions. So there's no ordinary hand massager. Can I ask what a massage is? That's <laughs> <laughs> what Sean Connery gets when he relaxes. <laughs> in our men's room. Yeah, I'm so, hey, reading these, uh, you know... <laughs> These are very detailed descriptions. I, I understand. Jesse, does this, thing, does this thing take batteries? It takes four triple A, double A batteries. Okay. It pretty much, um, I'm trying to describe, this is a difficult It looks like a hand? Describe. It, it, it looks like a, uh, a, a thin electronic, uh, it, almost like, um, like a large wireless modem that you can stick your hand into. It has an LCD display component. Uh, and it also plugs in if you don't have the four AA batteries. All right, so we're writing these down, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Maya, would you like to read these guesses? Yes, I would. All right. First, we'll read uh, Chad's. Chad says seventy nine ninety nine. Cameron says forty nine. The correct price and the winner <laughs> of our game, Chad Michael Snavely. Oh. Because hand massager is one twenty nine ninety nine. If anybody knows his That's hand amazing. massages, this Chad Michael yeah. Snavely. Yeah, yeah. electronic hand massages. Tell you what, his hand massages. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the game. Stay tuned. Up next, feedback. Hop along with tinnipies till the chicks with the wish of Bonnie and Ben. Dolls that can talk and we'll go for a walk as a hope of Janice and Jen. Mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go You're listening to Fruit Bats. The song is It's Beginning to Look Like Christmas. It's time for your feedback. Last time we were together, we asked you what you wanted for Christmas this year. Yeah. It's uh, Black Friday. It's a time when we all go into debt, buying each other things that will soon be forgotten and put into closets. Um, it's very <laughs> stressful. Unless it's an electronic hand massager. Yeah, because that's a gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all year round. The way, the way it shoots air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, so you went over to relevantmagazine.com, the podcast episode page. You went to uh, our Facebook page, and you hit us up on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast, and told us your Christmas wish list. Here's a few of our favorites. Well, John seventy eight drummer says uh, this is that he wants a Barnett Wildcat C five crossbow because wow. after watching The Walking Dead, it's convinced him that he needs to prepare himself for the unavoidable zombie apocalypse. And what better weapon would there be? Um, on our relevant magazine podcast page, uh, Finns posted. I really want a special gel pillow. Unfortunately, <laughs> it cost one hundred ninety nine. I may jokingly ask for it, but I don't know who would buy it. And then they add, for the record, I asked for Relevant for Christmas last year and got it. My favorite gift that keeps on giving. Nice. Well, after listening to the podcast last week, Brian said that all he wants is is literally just the 26-pound edible python. <gasps> that would be fun to get that. I'm sure that made a lot of people's list after last week. Uh, there, there's more. We recorded this one early, so there's not a ton uh, at the time of recording, but, oh. but there's more. Uh, just, you know, we've been talking about the JCP a lot lately, and Stephanie um, Hummel. The JCP. 
the JCP said that um, JCP said Thanksgiving is not for shopping, and so they're not going to open their doors until six a.m. on Friday. That's right. Take a stand, JCP. Yeah. That's, That's right. the new JCP Good. right there. Man, man JCP is getting all preachy. <laughs> 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 oh man. Okay, that'll do it for last week's uh, feedback. So for this week's editorial question of the week. Well, well, earlier Calvin might have brought the worst slice we've oh. had. <laughs> it was a sign of the end of the world. Strategic in and Kevin. of itself. I'm strategic. Okay? It was very meta. I'm you, underwhelming. It's called T and one up. I'm underwhelming people so that next the next one I really bring it. So we thought we need to we need to have some redemption here. We need to call them all again, <laughs> and we, it's too good of a topic to let that list be the defining list. Of, of signs the end of the world is coming in three weeks. So we're going to let you do a bonus round, essentially. A bonus round. Not a replacement round. Yeah. A bonus round. Bonus. Because okay. I, th- I feel like You're had I done a bonus, You're it would have it sold okay. first, the first half. Gotcha. Okay. So you're, you're five stands. So we want the next five <laughs> signs. So we want you to write in to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, although a list of five and 140 characters is pretty short. Good luck. Uh, or our Facebook uh, page, and tell us your five signs, top five signs, that the end of the world is nigh. Uh, speaking of Black Friday, uh, while you're listening to this, uh, a, a sale just happened at relevantstore.com. Uh, all week, Cyber Monday uh, kicks off all week for us. Um, the entire store is on sale. Yeah. So uh, while you're buying up Christmas presents, you might want to check that out. Uh, not only is it stuff we've produced, but uh, stuff we've curated and found and bags and fair trade items and really cool art and music and apparel and things that we like. And it's all on sale for Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might want to go check that out. And while you're there, you can ask for Relevant or give Relevant uh, for Christmas this year. So lots of savings going on over at the old relevantmagazine.com this week. Yep, and then the, the store is at relevantstore.com. It's also at relevantmagazine.com slash store. You, you can also it. Google it, just relevant store, and it'll pop up. Trust me. Type everything into Google. And always double-click, just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you double-click it? Did you double-click it? It should be working. I don't understand. I, that's my IT uh, input. Double-click. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks to Dan Hasseltine for talking to us. You can check out more of the work that uh, is going on at Bloodwater Mission at bloodwatermission.com slash deck the stalls. Nice. Get involved. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Uh, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I'm Jesse Carey. Uh, that's Todd Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Don't, don't, don't spend too much. <laughs> Make an envelope for every person on your Christmas list. Yes. Oh. Put the cash for that person in the envelope, and then your Christmas shopping's done. Just give them the envelope. Or oh. invest in alpha Trust nails. Me, they will want the cash more than whatever you buy them. Don't let them lie to you. They want the cash. <laughs> and even if they wanted the thing that you were going to buy them, if you give them the cash, they can go on the after Christmas sales and buy the thing that you wanted for half off. I would just give them the envelopes. Leave the cash out. They can put their own cash in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am giving you a budgeting tool. Right. I'm right. giving yeah. you a tool. I'm giving you Dave Ramsey's tool. I'm yeah. giving you yeah. a tool budgeting for a better kit. life. Right. It's yeah. a budgeting kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best gift you ever got. You can knock out your <laughs> entire awesome. list for a buck oh, yeah. ninety nine. Thank me later. It's awesome. That's really funny. We'll Ooh. see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. And for more great content, check out relevantmagazine.com. Me and the dudes doing the nails, drying our hands on each other's jeans. Just get out.